and I'm Nicolette and I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Julie's just smiling out of the corner of her eye at me. Yes. And I have so much sweat in my armpits and I just told her I don't remember if I put deodorant on. <laughs> guys, I'm pregnant. You guys. <laughs> just the crazy. <sighs> Who was expecting this? Definitely not me, everyone. Are we all screaming? Is everyone freaking out? Jules, did you expect this? No. Okay. I did Great. not. That gives everyone like a little background. We both didn't expect this. No one knew this was coming. But how excited are we? We're excited. Yes. We're so scared. It's been so scary to have to know that I have to say this out loud. Yes. To all of these people. Because now it's like extra real. Not that like the growing human in my body has not been a sign that it's extra real. real. (laughs) But now everybody knows. Which absolutely makes it more real. And that's really scary. And so fun. (laughs) Says me. (laughs) Says me. Because it's not in your body. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's happening to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're just on the outside. Yes. And this baby's on the inside. inside. (laughs) This has to come out of my vagina it's, or out oh. of my stomach. Yeah, at some point. Sliced. At some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all I want to say is, can I be put to sleep right. for a day mm-hmm. and have it all done? And then I'll wake up with a baby in with my just arms. just a cute, smiling, I don't remember any of that. little baby. Mm-mm. Yes. You'll feel great. Yeah. You'll Give feel me 100%. some really good anesthesia. Probably some nausea medication so I don't get sick when I wake up. Yes. All the ice chips. Yes. I feel like that's like a rite of passage yes. when, when you're giving birth are the ice chips. So guys, that's the news. That, like the, that is literally the, the biggest news that we've had since starting this podcast. I've had to keep so many secrets and yes. lie. Yeah. I've had to be a liar. Yes. But that's okay. We support the, we support the Was lies. Was that lie okay? Absolutely. We've talked about how lies are never okay. But, but in, this one is? Absolutely. I support it. <laughs> I support it wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we need, we need all of the tea from like literally day one up until this point. Oh, there's like so much good stuff. Yes. behind the scenes for all of this this yes. is all so good and really genuinely and truly the podcast is the first okay so my obviously my closest friends and my family know but the podcast knows because this podcast was uploaded at 4 a.m <laughs> in utah which means what time is that on oh, the east coast don't, uh, i can't say we're just sound asleep when it's all yeah. being aired yeah so Everybody, the podcast knew first is what I'm trying to say. So you guys are lucky. Big deal. Yes. (laughs) I wish you could, you guys, I wish you could see her. Literally, like I'm holding holding her her sweatshirt away from her armpit because she is sweating. So nervous to even be talking about it. it. I'm just airing out the armpits right now. I'm like sweaty for you too. If it makes you feel any better. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Well. Spill. Let's Spill start it from. Let's start from the very beginning because let's start from you guys, before. From before you well, even before for knew. sure because you guys remember how I've been. Te- I was telling everyone I hadn't had a period. <laughs> which, like, honestly, why do I do this stuff? I I know. It's like I'm always like I'm going to tell everyone everything, 
and I'll be honest. And so I let you guys in, if you guys remember all like at the end of summer and fall, that I was just like not having a period out of nowhere, but I was making sure to let you guys know I was not pregnant, which I didn't lie. That's true. Those were all very true (laughs) statements. Okay. So just know I didn't lie that way. I even ran into a listener at (laughs) H&M the day before I found out that I was pregnant. And she was like, have you started your period yet? How's it going? (laughs) She had just listened to the episode where I had gotten a foot zoning done. Yes. Which was the last time I've talked about anything about my period. And in that episode, if you guys remember, I was like feeling like I was starting my period. So anyway, she had listened to that and we ran into each other and she was like, so how's it going? And I... I even told her I wasn't pregnant because I didn't know I was. No, <laughs> I didn't think I was pregnant. So yeah, I've like kind of lied, but but you but really I didn't haven't. know. No, I didn't. I mean, okay. because you were at you were at my house that same day. Oh, which is so like that so whole story good. is so good. It's amazing. <sighs> okay, well, let me start from <laughs> let's start from a long time ago because you guys have known I want kids. Right. We talk about this. Mm-hmm. You know, I've wanted babies. I want them at some point. I just wasn't, it wasn't ready. I wasn't ready yet, <laughs> but I've wanted them. And something that not everybody knows is when I married Colby, Colby wasn't for sure that he wanted kids. And he had always made that clear. Well, first of all, he like didn't even know if he ever wanted to get married. Julie knows that. Right. Because we had to, we basically had to force him. <laughs> we, we, held, we held him down. Really healthy mm-hmm. start of a marriage. Super. <laughs> totally. And then he also was like, I don't know if I want kids. And, but I was just like, I'll take a chance. Right. We'll see if I can talk him we'll into see, this. Yeah, change your mind later. Right. So... Anyway, I always knew I wanted a kid or two or something. So um, we've obviously been married. We've been together like 10 years. We've been married for like seven or six or something like that. And every year, all my clients can vouch for this and my friends. I'm always like, next year. Next year sounds good. Yep. And then next year comes and that, and then I say next year. So I've always been like this. Julie's been like this too. Yep. We're the still, same human. Still like this. We're still saying next year. <laughs> um, but but yours is now this year. Oh no, this is this is 2022. <laughs> right. Oh, did I not say I'm over four months pregnant, yes. everybody? Yeah. That is important to know. I'm 17 weeks pregnant. I didn't say that. Looking great too. Thank by you. By the way. Thank you. Um, I'm due July 12th, if anyone cares. We, well, Duh, we, we care. All of us. We care. Um, and I'm having a boy. <laughs> Which is such a shock to me. Huge. That, and I'm going to tie all that in too. Yes. But we all knew I was having a girl. It was just I've like we known. knew it. It was I, just confirmed. Before you were married, I knew you were having a girl. Yes. Like this was for sure happening. So big su- another big surprise and we're adding bring, to the list. Bring it's it a on. boy. <laughs> His name is going to be Billy. So cute. Billy with a Y. Yeah. He'll have no middle name. He'll we just love be Billy. Billy Fratto. He's already so cute. We know it. We absolutely know <laughs> it. We're obsessed with him already. We're in love. He better come out with a fat, fat 
giant unibrow because oh. Colby had one. Just one long caterpillar across his face. So Better insane. be jet black. Oh. Those are just mostly my my requirements before yes. he comes out. That's acceptable. <laughs> yeah. I think that's actually that's doable. I'm not asking very much. No. I'm not. Um, okay, so rewind. A few years ago, I had I had started to get into meditation and like mindfulness and being quiet in my morning, setting aside time. I was also going through a huge healing process. And so that was like started to be my morning routine. And, um, I had an experience where during a meditation, I like felt and saw a little girl Mm -hmm. and, I've never in my life had something like this happen to me (laughs) and it was so vivid and so clear. And I knew that she was my daughter and like, I couldn't see her like physical, physical features, but I, she felt like sunshine. She was warm and I didn't also feel this like scared feeling of like, oh my gosh, I have to now have a baby immediately. Like she's waiting to come down. But she also, like I could, I could see her colors. Like she was yellow and orange and like very warm and bright. And, um, I could also feel like her traits about her, like her soul or her spirit. And, um, she felt older than me. Like I knew it. Like I knew that she's, cause I believe that like we all, even when we're born, like say my, I had a nephew born today, like sometimes, like I believe that his like soul could be actually older than mine, even though yeah. I'm 30 here on this earth, 29. Why am I adding a year? Don't, don't do it. Why are, don't I, do it. I know we don't round we up. We don't do that. Not with age. We never round up with age. <laughs> Down. You're no. actually closer to 28 than yes, you are I am. to 30. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so that's how I view, like, I just personally believe that, that like our souls can have either lived like longer lives or shorter lives, but then we come into this like physical, physical form of a body. And with my daughter that I felt, I like knew for a fact she was older and wiser and like had lived more um, of a life than I already have. And it like felt very comforting. And, um, when I finished my meditation, <laughs> I was like so shocked and nervous and weirded out. Cause I was just like, I don't even know what this was. Did it really happen? Like you, when you have weird experiences like this, you're mm. like, what is this? Right. And, but I journaled about it and like really th- like thought about it. And from that day on, like, I just felt this peaceful feeling about that, like, I knew I was going to be a mom one day. And it was like a confirmation to me of like, this will happen for you. And like, you don't need to feel rushed, but like, you have these children that are excited or ready to like, be a part of your life one day, whenever you're ready. It just felt very peaceful. And I needed that because I, for a lot of reasons, like I, I think every female who desires to have a family is always scared of not being able to get pregnant 
and not being able to like physically carry a baby. And I have four older sisters who've all struggled with infertility. And so I've just assumed I would fall into that category. Um, and I also, I think it's very normal to also wonder if you're capable of being a mom, like mentally Mm -hmm. and if it's even right for your life. And so I had all those feelings going through my head, these over the last, you know, ever since I've gotten married and thought about being a mom. And so just having that one experience where I saw my daughter and felt her was just enough for me to be like, okay, I can calm down now. Like, I know this will happen when it's supposed to. In time, yeah. So um, she's persistent and she's visited me multiple times. And I've shared about this on like some posts on my social media before. So I've been open about it um, because it's been so such a cool experience and transformative for me. Um, And last year I had a moment where I felt like a very strong male spirit during a meditation and I couldn't quite, it wasn't like quite as strong as like the, my situation with my daughter. Um, but I did, I did know that it was a son of mine. Um, and he felt very little, like he felt Hmm. young yeah, and like meek and like, I felt like, okay, I, one day I'll meet him and I will have to teach him a lot. Whereas with my daughter, right. I'm like, oh, she's going to come into this world one day and she's going to be like, Take it by girlfriend, yeah. I'm actually in charge. I have yeah. a lot to, to teach you. So I had had not very long ago, I had that, an experience where I felt like a male spirit, but yes, it was, it was a lot different than the one I felt about my daughter. Um, but that also was like a little scary to me. I was like, oh, so there's now there's two of them. <laughs> I have to do this twice. Can't we start with just like, can we like start with one? Yeah. And then can one. we like move forward? See how we feel. So <clears throat> I've shared these things with Julie before over the last like year or two, because it's kind of started to now warm me up into this like role of becoming a mother and thinking about it more seriously. Um, <clears throat> however... Jules, what year were we, were we like dedicated to trying? We were like, we're mm. going to start actually really doing, was it 2019? I think it was 2019. And we were like <laughs> set on it. We were like, we're yes. going to do it this month. We gave ourselves a, t- we a, did. a time frame. We, we did. said, get ready. Totally. We let the boys know. We did. Since they're part of this. <laughs> right. So, some, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We included them. <laughs> we did. And then that came and went and we, and we laughed. We laughed really hard. Yes. We were like, how could we have we, ever thought we, we were going to do that? We checked in. We said, okay, so we're clearly not ready, right? Mm-hmm. In fact, I think we actually didn't talk about it. It was like we, the month of we July or something. We were like, mm-hmm. okay, we'll try, try in July or something. Mm-hmm. And then we never spoke about it. No. Nope. And we were like, okay, so just like double checking. It, it, next it's year. It's not happening. Yeah. Next year. And then that next year came and that didn't happen. So... <laughs> And then the next year mm-hmm, came. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I, okay. So Julie and I have like, we've definitely had to have lots of conversations in the last little bit of like, so is it, you better not start without me. Like if you do shoot, like what if I'm not ready? And that's kind of how our conversations have been within the right. last like six months. We've both been all over the map of like, but I'm not, no, no, like we can't, no, we have to do it. <laughs> So 
in my head, <clears throat> I had come, like me and Colby had come to a date, like a time of trying, and it was going to be this year and 2022 um probably end of summer is when we would like i wouldn't say try but like just be whatever whatever happens happens (laughs) yeah we just like start seeing what happens without a condom you know what i mean right so just having some fun yeah Mm -hmm. and i've even been like very forward because i have a family who asks me 24 7 when are you having a baby? When are you having a baby? When are you having a baby? And so finally I was like, everybody, let's get together. Let's gather together. Listen, Let's gather together. I am not going to try till the end of the summer of 2022. I do not expect any of you to say a word to me (laughs) until maybe even months after that. Don't stress me out about it. Don't make me nervous. Because what if I'm struggling? (laughs) Like, can we just, you all know now, so no asking, you know, when it's going to, when I'm going to start trying and like that actually worked really well. Everybody just kind of has left me alone because they're like, okay, phew, Nicolette's going to have a baby at least someday. They have a timeline. Time yes. So <clears throat> that happened not very long ago where I like told everybody, let's all chill. It's going to happen later this year. So rewind a few months ago which is, this is fun because I actually shared this with the podcast in real time. If you guys remember, I out of nowhere felt like I needed to start incorporating animal protein into my diet. And you all know I'm a vegetarian and it was appalling to me that I woke up one day and was like, my body literally was like, it was shouting it to me. Like you have to do this. I'm sorry. And And so I like battled and then I had like a weird experience where my like friend who's a nutritionist dietitian was also like, you need to be, you should really stop using plant protein. You should really start using a whey and a collagen that's grass fed or whatever. And I was like, wait, what? I felt the same way too. So all these things were pointing towards that. Well, a few days after I'd had those feelings, I came across this girl's Instagram who, um, it talks all about periods. She's obsessed about with periods and, um, the female body and functions of it. I actually would love to have her on our podcast one day. And she is all about using, like steering away from like a lot of plant-based diets and going back to what the roots are of our ancestors, which were our ancestors used cow's milk all the time. However, their cows were fed really clean grass and all of that stuff, right? Like there were no hormones. There wasn't all the junk that's in our animal products now, but they used real butter and real milk and all like really organic meats. Um, And when we look back at history, did people struggle getting pregnant back then? like they do now, not nearly as much. Like women's fertility was a lot better back then. And women in general had more like fat on their bodies. And um, there's been all these studies that show that having those healthy 
fats from animals that come from clean sources are really helping women's fertility. It's just like taking us back to our ancestral roots of what our bodies were meant to live off of. So I like dove deep into her Instagram and start like falling down this rabbit hole of like, what the heck? Why is this all happening at the same time? Well, she also explains that when you start incorporating animal protein into your diet, um, and like I said, like it doesn't just have to be meat. It could be like collagens and you're like a whey protein or something like that if you're still scared of the meats, but it ups your body temperature. And when you ovulate, uh, your body needs, your basal body temperature needs to be high enough after post ovulation for an egg, an embryo to survive. Mm hmm. Um, and to have a successful ovulation. And so they're finding a lot of women ovulate, like, like a lot of people are ovulating, but they're not able to sustain a pregnancy or to have a successful ovulation because their body temperature doesn't stay elevated long enough in your, um, post ovulation stage. So upping your animal fats and proteins is helping people's temperature rise and stay in the correct temperature range to have a successful pregnancy and a successful cycle if you're not trying to get pregnant either. So it all just made sense. And I was like, okay, I should, I obviously need to listen to this and do this. So I've started doing that the last few months. I've already told you guys, I felt a complete different change in my body, just the way I felt mentally and physically, um, by changing that up. Well, at the same time, I also had a feeling that I, so back a few years ago when I was going through my health journey, I was trying to get rid of mold out of my body that was, had made me like really, really ill for years. And my naturopathic doctor had also was trying to regulate my periods as well. Cause I because of PCOS. And, um, part of her regimen that she had me on included a supplement called NAC and a supplement called glutathione. And NAC is hard to find and glutathione is really expensive and it's in a liquid form. And I can, I consistently used it. Um, both of those, during my healing, um, the months of like her trying to get me back to where I needed to be. And obviously all the things she had me on and all the changes she had had me make in my diet and my lifestyle made me, my PCOS go dormant and obviously got rid of the mold and made me feel freaking amazing. But I got to a point where I was in a good spot. So I stopped using those since they were like difficult to find and expensive. Right. Um, And I had a weird feeling one morning that I needed to start using both of those again for no reason at all. Definitely. (laughs) I I was confused because I was like, am I maybe, is this, am I feeling this because maybe I'm going to be exposed to like mold again or like like your biggest fear. It's like my biggest fear. So I was nervous that it was like my body trying to warn me about something However, I literally listened to it that exact day. I 
Colby was like, where are you going? And I was like, um, well, I guess I'm going down to Dr. Brumley's office, which is my naturopathic doctor. And I was like, and I'm going and picking up glutathione. I like didn't even know. I didn't even Google it. Like if I could find it at a store, I just knew she sold it. And he was like, okay, why? And I was like, I have no idea. (laughs) So I went and did it. I ordered NAC. Then I started looking back at my paperwork as why, cause she broke down every supplement that she had me on and why I needed to be on them. Um, so I start looking through my paperwork cause I'm like, what, what exactly are these doing? Do I really need to take them? Like, mm-hmm. why would I be feeling this way? Well, <clears throat> both NAC and glutathione are, um, there are so many studies. You guys should Google them if that this even interests you, but they've been used for fertility. Um, they boost the viability and the strength of your eggs and the semen, like the sperm of males. So both female and male should be taking both these supplements. Interesting. Um, and it's like fascinating information of what it actually does to the embryo. Like it sets your embryo up for like so many health benefits, like even like the functionality of like the brain of the baby one day when the baby gets to that point and like the liver function and, um, but, but overall what it does is it, it, it's almost like an insurance policy for (laughs) your embryo to survive with, cause an embryo has all these odds against it totally. when you are trying to get pregnant that make you miscarry, right? It's right. hard to sustain a pregnancy. It is. So this is just like putting your embryo on steroids of like, <laughs> no, you're going to make it through, right. but it's meant for both male and female to take. And it's going to be beneficial for both of you. And, um, that's literally like the, one of the number one things both NAC and glutathione do is boost your fertility and in male and female. And um, specifically NAC is really helpful for people with PCOS. Um, so I was just like instant goosebumps when I read it all. Cause I was like, what? Well, yeah. It's like, wild. Okay. So those were three big changes I started making. And I just in my head, I was like, well, this makes sense. Like my body's trying to prepare me for something I'm going to do later on this year. It'll give me a yeah. full year to prepare my body. Yeah, get adjusted. Yeah. And like, this is just, I'm, I truly believe like our bodies are the answers to everything and they'll tell you what you need to do. And so I was like, just listening. And those were the three things that <laughs> happened that were like, Okay. So wild. Loud and clear. (laughs) Yeah. So I have been doing that since like summertime. And um, I noticed with my Ava bracelet that my temperatures were rising just in general overall. Like through my whole cycle, I just have a more elevated temperature, which is a really good sign of like just a healthy body. So fast forward a few weeks. I start telling you guys that I'm not having a period, getting weirded out. I blame it all on stress. Yep. Because I was very stressed. I had a lot going on. 
Well, so I had missed three periods and I had taken 5 million pregnancy tests. You better believe I did. So many. So many. Always seeing just the single line. Just the one. Just one line Mm -hmm. and you're just like, whew. (laughs) Yep. So went through boxes of those. And I told, I started to get to a point where I just now was not blaming it on stress and was now worrying that I was turning into my sisters of like, uh oh, I might struggle with infertility. And this is now a real thing for me. So wearing my Ava bracelet um, and having it tell me, you're going to start your period. And then I don't. You're ovulating. Stress. And then I'm not. More stress. Like, I was a ball of worry. (laughs) Even though I wasn't, like, ready to start trying for a family at all, I was just like, this is literally now my future, and now this puts a whole different dynamic into thinking of having a baby. So I had told myself, if I hit, once I hit 100 days of no period, I will go see my OBGYN and have them do an ultrasound and see if my PCOS is back. That was like probably what I was thinking was happening. I probably had cysts on my ovaries. Um, and, but I was going to give it till day a hundred. And I said to myself, I'm going to try every other natural way to start my period before I go to a doctor. Because right. I hate the freaking doctor. The Get out of place. my badge, okay? It's the worst place. Freaking Don't put the freaking bill. duck bills in my vagina. <laughs> Ever. They're awful. Sick. Ugh. They're cold. Always cold. And like... Why can't we warm them? Please, at put least, it in a warming drawer. At least. Yes. If you're violating Could it be me, rubber too? Like, least, why is it uh, metal? Like a silicone... Yes. ...duck bill. Aren't we like instead. in 2022? <laughs> Gosh. So... I was nearing the 90s of how many days I had no period. And I decided to make an appointment with our foot zoner who we had on the podcast, Kylie Finlinson. And um, because she's also known for helping like foot zoning can really regulate your hormones. And she specifically like specializes in that too. So I had made an appointment that day. Or I had made an appointment for the day before Halloween to get a foot zoning done. And also in that same day, I had a massage done because I just felt like I needed my body to like literally just decompress. Chill. Yeah. Like something was so wrong. <laughs> um, Little did we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leading up that whole week and the week before that, I had woken up every single night in the middle of the night multiple times with numb arms numb arms like i'm talking why not i'm talking like like full pins needles both arms and i start you know you then you google it and it's all bad and you're just like i am dying of so many cancers it all leads to cancer always always cancer (laughs) So anyway, that was starting to pre that's where I was just like, there's literally something going on in my body. That's not right. Cause why am I waking up with numb arms multiple no, times in the night? No and I'm reason. not kinking them. <laughs> like they're just laying on my sides. Okay. <laughs> well, when you Google numb arms, sometimes you get another thing that pops up that it's a pre-pregnancy symptom. Okay. But I've literally, I, I ignored it. Well, one morning I really started digging deep into the like numb arm thing 
And I had this memory pop into my head that my sister, Lindsay, I don't know if any other of my sisters have had this happen, but my sister, Lindsay always says that her arms tell her she's pregnant before her, she gets a pregnancy test that tests positive. Bizarre. She has numb arms the week's leading up to her finding out that she's pregnant and she wakes up with them or she'll, it'll even happen during the day. And it's, it is a true pre-pregnancy, like a early pregnancy Such symptom. A weird symptom. So, you know, like, I'm, no, I'm definitely like, like what? how, why, how yeah. it's a limb, literally. it's a limb that's on like the opposite end. Yes. Like, I know it's all connected, <laughs> but like it shouldn't, no, you wouldn't never think. No. So anyway, I disregard that. <laughs> Um, so I made my appointment for my foot zoning. I wake up that morning and I meditate, do my little morning routine. She lives like an hour away from me. Um, the foot zoner does. And I was eating breakfast and getting ready to leave. And I had a memory pop into my head about a private secret blog that I had made in high school. And I was like, oh Love my those. gosh, what, what is that? I was like trying to think <laughs> where did, so I Google my name. Cause I'm like, how could I even find this? Like, yeah. I don't even remember if it's private. I don't even know if I could find search it. So of course nothing's coming up when I Google my name and it keeps like eating at me. And I'm like, okay, come on, dig deep. Where would I, what was it? What domain did I have it on? And I remembered blogspot.com. Of course. Because duh, why wouldn't duh. you? <laughs> so I Google blogspot.com and I click the website, which I didn't even know is a website anymore, but it exists. <laughs> and you guys, I was logged in. No. I have not been on this since I was 17. No. And... I immediately was like, had that like full body rush of like, why? Like, how is this happening? It was as if I had been on it yesterday, right? right? Just open on your screen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I start reading and what this blog was, what this, it was like a journal for me. And it was during when my mom had found out she had breast cancer And that she was like potentially not going to make it like, and at my young age, I was going through every Mm. single emotion, right? Yeah. And I had no idea how to let it out except for on this. I love to write. So this was like my dumping ground. Yeah. Yeah. And so I sit there and I am just reading the most like sad touching words from my little like 17 year old brain about my mom and how much I loved her and you could feel all the fear inside Mm -hmm. of me like in those words of like that I thought maybe she'd never be around and so a lot of it was me talking about like my favorite qualities about her so Mm -hmm. that I could remember them when Mm -hmm. she was gone and all that it was about was about motherhood And that I wanted to be a mom. She was my superhero and she had, she was a queen and she had all, she was like all encompassing of everything a mom should be. And that I hoped one day I could be talked about like that from my children. I was 17 years old. 
it was really powerful and touching to read all of that. And I was very overwhelmed. I was a cry ball <laughs> just eating my soggy cereal. Yes. Just thinking about my mom yeah. and becoming a mom myself and like all the things I hope to ever be. And so I need to leave now and um, I drive. I have this hour drive where now I'm just literally crying <laughs> just the whole sobbing. drive thinking about my mom. <laughs> yeah. And um, I get to the foot zoning appointment and I'm already, I'm shooken up <laughs> and I sit down and she makes you start the appointment with like a minute of silence with your eyes closed, both her and you. And um, I just had like huge alligator tears falling from my mm. face <laughs> and I, everything just felt, I felt so much heat in my body and so many feelings and she kind of asks what's coming up for me. And I say, I have a lot of going on with like motherhood and my mom, just like gratitude for just like mothers in general. And, um, I told her, I think that I'm feeling this way because I'm also wondering if I'll never be able to have a kid because I need you to regulate my hormones because yes. I haven't had like, a period in three I'm months. Here. Yes. And she was like, okay, okay. That makes sense. Like you have a lot going on about just like the fem like being a female and that makes sense why it's all coming up and happening at this point. And so she begins the foot zoning and she gets to a point on the back of my calves, I believe it was, or maybe the front of my calves. And I guess it's a spot that induces labor that they like can help you when you're getting close to speed things up, but it's, it's directly connected to your uterus and where the baby is. Um, and I had kind of wanted her to let, she was going to like go through all the main, like female anatomy on me with through my feet and make sure that there, she could see if she could feel anything like cysts or anything to be concerned about. And she goes over the specific area and it sent like a full body zing. And I was even like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And then she did it again and it kept happening. And she smiles and she looks up at me and she goes, do you know if you're pregnant? Could you be pregnant? And I was like, literally, absolutely not. Do you want to see how <laughs> many pregnancy no. tests I've taken? Right. And she continues the zone because she, she explains to me why she thought that. And everything she goes through on my feet was regulated. Like my hormones were perfect. And she used the term magic more than once and saying that she felt magic in my uterus. And I was like, okay, could that mean I'm about to start my period? Could that be a really yeah. good sign of that? Right. She's like, it could. Mm -hmm. I remember and you telling I'm, me that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and she's also looking at me. I mean, she had started the appointment with a bang of telling me like, could you be pregnant? Cause, right. and so like that was where her mind was, but I keep redirecting her. I'm like, so this means my period starting, It's right? coming. You're telling me it's coming. This is happening. <laughs> So she finishes the foot zone. And like I said, everything felt magical to her. Something big and set, like something really good is happening. And I'm like, fantastic. Going to start my period. She said, if you're supposed to start your period, which most people do after a foot zoning like this, I would say it will happen in the next like two to three days. And, um, 
And she's like, if not, we can always work on you again. But I do ask you to pay attention to your dreams in the next few nights. Journal about them. That's where your answers will be. And I'm like, freaking answers to what? You're like, what my do you, period? What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> can you elaborate? <laughs> so I leave and I go home. I get my massage done. And I'm starting to feel a little crampy at this point, which I was like, freaking hallelujah. Praise. Um, but... <laughs> About like 10 minutes into my massage, Kendall, my massage therapist was like, all of a sudden I can like feel her fanning her body. And she's like, she's taking her hands off of me. Right. And I'm like, oh no, poor girl. She's like sweating and tired (laughs) from like pressing so hard on me. And she stood up for a minute and like walked to the end of the bed. I actually think she got a drink. I don't remember what exact exactly happened but she paused for a minute and she said to me your something is really going on like you have so much energy coming out of your body and those were her exact (laughs) words she was like it is so strong it's making me so hot and she's like do you feel how hot you are and I was like no like I felt completely normal she's like there is something going on so that happened which is funny when I I ended up telling her I was pregnant about a week ago and she was like did you know that I knew it no she's like you I knew it that's like so what wild. I was feeling because mm-hmm. I was like do you remember what happened during our appointment that day so so wild I have these so two experiences happen same day come home right. start my period you guys I start bleeding I tell Julie we're screaming we're happy right hallelujah like, it's coming Julie had just started it's her coming. period that right. the day before so we were like oh and we're on schedule cool. This is fun. We hang out that night. We're even like even more thrilled. I was wearing my black jeans because like, you know, blood and (laughs) yeah, right. Worried that like it was all going to start coming. We even talked about having babies again. And I even was like, yep, we're definitely not trying till the end of the summer fall. Mm -hmm. We did. (laughs) Now that I've got my period back. It's coming. Yes. So, um, Go home that night, go to bed, still bleeding. But not like, not like when you start your period and you're like, you know, Mm -hmm. big red. Not like tons. Yeah. But enough. It was definitely blood. Yeah. There wasn't brown. It was blood. So enough for me to be like, this is the beginning of my period starting for sure. So I go to bed And I have a dream that I am at my friend's wedding, which is in October of this year. And I'm viewing myself from a distance. So I'm looking at myself in my dream and I see my back and I turn around and I'm holding a baby with jet black hair. (laughs) And... My friend who's getting married, her mom comes up to me and she taps my shoulder and says, congratulations on your baby. Um, How old are they? And I say, three months old. And in that exact moment, I also wake up (laughs) from my dream because I'm also terrified. Like, what is actually (laughs) happening? Why am I dreaming about this when I just finally started my period? And then I'm remembering Kylie saying to me, listen to your dreams So I try to go back to bed 
and I can't. And I go into the bathroom. This is morning. And Colby wakes up and I don't tell him about the dream because I'm mortified. And he'd also (laughs) say, you're absolutely crazy. So he's waiting. He's in the living room. We were going to go grab coffee and I go pee and I'm sitting there. I first wiped before I peed because I wanted to see if I was still bleeding. Right. And I was. And so I start to pee and I'm thinking to myself, I should take I should just take a pregnancy test. I should, why would I have that dream? And then I am thinking of Colby walking into the bathroom, seeing me take a pregnancy test when he knows I'm on my period. And I could see him being like, you're absolutely up in the night. Right. You are now diagnosed. Yeah. You've lost it. You have lost it. Mm -hmm. So I stop mid pee because it's, (laughs) I'm just like, I have to freaking do it. And I, it definitely clear as day. There was a little faint second line that I've never seen in my life ever pop up (laughs) on a pregnancy test. And I literally like have never experienced that feeling in my life of like dry heave gonna pass out full, like so cold and shaky and I'm looking at it a hundred times. Like I'm like rubbing my eyes and I'm like, what it is? No. What? How? Bleeding. No. I walk into the bedroom. I actually walk then run because now I'm feeling (laughs) myself passing out. (laughs) Colby's still in the living room. Doesn't know anything's happening. Cool. Yeah. Just cool as a cucumber. I lay on flat on my stomach with my head inside my pillow, like hardly breathing. And I'm just like deep breaths. Like this is not real. This is not real. This is part of the dream. I finally compose myself, go back into the bathroom. It's definitely still there. Yep. Didn't go away. Pregnant. <clears throat> so I saunter into the living room and I sit next to him. And at this point I'm crying. I, I'm crying. And I just, he's not even looking at me. <laughs> he's like not even acknowledged yet that something weird is going on. And I shakily hand him the pregnancy test And he literally just like locks eyes with me and is like, are you serious? And I collapsed into his arms (laughs) and I cried the most terrifying. (sighs) I've never heard myself cry like that. Colby has never seen anything like that from me before. And I was my, my initial emotions were that I was upset (laughs) and I was scared. (laughs) And that's just, that's just real and being honest Mm -hmm. I'm a planner and I wanted to plan. I have planned everything perfectly in my life. And so this was definitely, I am like period queen. Right. I am the period queen, (laughs) you guys. I know everything about my cycle. I'm going to plan things perfectly. And so I was upset that this was not the timing that I wanted. And I'm also terrified because I immediately think I'm miscarrying because why would I have been bleeding right and it's like I know how this works my sisters have dealt with it a hundred times you're bleeding and you're testing positive it's it's just because your body's still picking up hcg in there so like it's just that's what a miscarriage is and I hadn't had a period for three months so I'm like I really could be like further along than I think and miscarrying well if you remember Halloween was on a Sunday so I couldn't get a hold of a doctor. And so instead I called Julie. 
that make sense? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I called Julie and I, I FaceTimed her. Yes. They're probably eating their freaking chocolate croissants, li- living life. Lounging. On Sunday morning, like you should be <laughs> on Halloween. Didn't think twice about your FaceTime. No. Answers it in her little pajamas. <laughs> it was early. So early. <laughs> and... I, how scary and hysterical was I? I was you not were. okay. You were. I like, I say hi. You <laughs> yes. like, yeah, I think you asked me how I was. I I'm did. Like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And then I like, really looked like, looked mm-hmm. at you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh-uh. hmm. she's not okay. <laughs> hmm. okay. She's either sick or something's wrong. You didn't even speak. No. Didn't I just lift the you test up into the, the camera? <laughs> and it's hard to tell what it even yes. is. I was like, what? <laughs> I was at first I was like, what is that? Yeah. It was like so many things. Yeah. Like quick like quick through the mind. It was like, what is that? Yes. Is that a pregnancy test? Yes. Of course it is. Yes. What does it say? I can't see it, you know, through FaceTime. Totally. I, I, no. They, what does it say? No. I think I just like screamed and asked you if you were pregnant. I think I like screamed, yes. Are you pregnant? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And I got to see Julie cry for the first time ever. <laughs> she sobbed and she was so happy. I, did. I burst into tears. She was so happy. And I'm sobbing because I'm not. <laughs> it was the weirdest, like. Yes. And she's like, I know I'm supposed to be like, like feeling those emotions with you that you're like scared and all and the like, things. But upset. I can't. <laughs> Because we had rehearsed this. We have so many times. We always were like, okay, the minute like one of us winds up pregnant, we're going to have to be like, oh no, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, like I'm so sorry. I feel, I feel yes. whatever you're feeling. Yes. I couldn't. And we've always promised that we're telling each other the exact moment we find out. Right. So this was all part, we've known this will, this would happen one day. I just didn't quite know that we'd have opposite reactions. <laughs> <laughs> so I am unwell. Julie's very well and we carry on with the day and the day is hard and I'm feeling a lot of things. I'm actually still spotting at this point. Like I still bled. Um, and so I'm just anxious and I was just so ready for Monday to come so I could call a doctor. So I call my doctor <clears throat> and it's a nurse you talk to explain my situation. I say, Hey, I tested positive for being pregnant, but I'm bleeding what do I do? And she's like, okay, well, when was your last period? And I'm like, 90 something days knows? ago. Yeah. And so she's quiet. And she was like, well, we don't know. That's hard. She's like, that's hard. Um, you could be miscarrying or, or we don't know. Not. Yeah. Right. Um, sometimes there's bleeding in a pregnancy. So She's like, have you had symptoms prior to this? And I'm like, I literally, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And like, I can't even think straight no, right now. Like, like I don't know. On. And she's like, okay, well, unfortunately, the only thing we can do at this point is you have to get your blood work done. And we test your H- HCG levels to see where they're at. That will help us determine if you're miscarrying, if you're even pregnant, if it's viable, like whatever. So I go get my blood work done, have to wait a day. She calls me with the results when my levels were low. So I still could be miscarrying. They don't have anything to judge it with. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you have to get your blood work done again in three days. They do it every three, two mm-hmm. to three days because your levels are supposed to like quadruple or something. So I have to wait all those days, still not knowing where I'm at, 
And meanwhile, I'm like sending Julie voice notes bawling in my car because I'm just like, I don't even know how to fill because mm-hmm. I don't know if, what if this is real, if it's not. Um, and the next blood work I had done, my levels rose just a little bit, but not enough for them to be like, you're definitely pregnant because they can still rise for a little bit after a miscarriage. So I have to get them done again. And even those ones, they hadn't risen enough. So I think I had either four or five rounds of blood work done in the span of almost two. It was like a week and a half or two weeks. And by the f- the final time, she was like, okay, they definitely jumped. So you're mm-hmm. pregnant. Um, but that was like really torturous. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Not knowing for so long. And um, just like a gray being in like the gray the area gray is area, like the really limbo. sucky. Mm-hmm. It's sucky. Yeah. So she was, she was like, well, we are assuming that you're probably four weeks pregnant. So you wouldn't really be able to pick up anything on an ultrasound. We need to have you come in at like six weeks. And that way we can like really see if it's a viable pregnancy as long make sure it's not tubal, any of those things. Cause she's like, if it's tubal, it's dangerous. We need to know that right away. So many things you don't think about. Mm. It's like, can't we just get pregnant and not know till I, the end? I don't know. Eight, eight months. Yes. <laughs> So I go in at six weeks and there was a little nub in there. (laughs) It just looks like a bean. (laughs) Like there's like really nothing to it, you know? Um, And everything was completely normal looking. Like position was good. That was when they could give me my due date because we didn't know. Because we didn't know if I was like months pregnant. Yeah. We really didn't know Mm because of my period being gone. So... That's when they said my due date was July 12th and um, their next concern was because people that have like um, missed periods a lot or go like stretches without them or have been diagnosed with PCOS before they worry about your ovaries having follicles or cysts. I might be saying that wrong. And what happens is is if you end up pregnant and your ovaries have those follicles or cysts on them, they can rupture like Mm. they do just in time and it can cause a miscarriage. And so they wanted to, they actually were fully assuming that I probably did have cysts on my ovaries. And that's probably why I went so long without Mm -hmm. a period, which I was also thinking that as well. And So they needed to do an ultrasound and look at my ovaries. So they go over to my left ovary and my right and they do it again. And I don't know what I'm looking for. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's always the worst. And they were like, okay, they're perfectly clear. Like perfect. They're so healthy. Yes. And I was completely shocked (laughs) because it also just confirms to me like, God literally had to just make me miss my periods for me to get knocked up. Yes. <laughs> because I would have never done it in my life. Right. Like all these things, like, I, yeah, we were just confused because like technically everything looks, there should have been no reason I was missing a period basically, right? right. All those months. Everything, yeah, exactly. So everything was great. Um also really confusing because Colby, I've been open on the podcast before Colby's on testosterone because he has like chronic low T and 
with his high dose he's on, um, it makes doctors warn you that it makes your sperm count zero or close to that can make it really difficult. It's basically male birth control. So it just makes it really difficult to get pregnant. Well, we were, he had cycled off testosterone last year because there's a whole process that takes like months to cycle off and to get your sperm healthy again so that you even have sperm. And sometimes that doesn't even work. Um, and we had done it last year because we thought maybe we were trying last year mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had gotten his sperm checked and he had a great sperm count, but then we decided to wait another year to get pregnant. And so he was like, well, I feel like crap. So I'm actually going to get back on then and we'll just cycle off when it's time to get pregnant again. Well, he was on his highest dose when we got pregnant. Yeah. It's so wild. And so every, all the odds <laughs> were like, you would just, it's just wild that I it even all happened it's wild that I didn't that my sisters have struggled I assumed I'd have to try hard right 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 and so just a little miracle baby so many wild things to even get to this point and um that make make it a lot easier for me to be like okay I can't be upset <laughs> like yes. it was obviously supposed to happen when it's supposed to happen um but I was pretty like not not excited to be honest all the way up until 10 weeks and it was really hard for me and Colby really hard huge disconnect I just talked to Colby about this last night just like what his feelings were that whole beginning time because he had to sit me down like multiple times through it and be like Nicolette this is so sad that you are this you are this negative about being pregnant. Like, do you understand what you are doing? Like you're building a human being. Like this is the biggest blessing. This is like the coolest thing ever. This is everything you've ever, this is why you work so hard on your period and your, Mm -hmm. like your health is so that you could have a baby one day and you're upset. And so it was hard. It was like, cause I knew it was, it was not, the best thing for me to be upset like I'm embarrassed by it when I think about that right now shouldn't be I feel it though like I feel sad that I was sad because now I'm like oh my gosh I literally am so lucky (laughs) I get to have a little baby yes and so yeah I like I still struggle with thinking that I was so because I really was angry Mm -hmm. and um at our 10 week appointment we had another ultrasound and the second they placed that ultrasound on my belly you could see him like his little hands he like was waving his arms in the air and his legs were kicking and he actually looks like an actual baby <laughs> not a blob and you see their teeny teeny umbilical cord that like is connected to you and you can see the blood rushing through it and it was just like I was like, well, shit, <laughs> like, <laughs> this is literally the most magical thing I have ever seen in my life. Like I made that like yes. that's half of Colby and half of me. And I don't know it's how incredible. I could ever be sad about it. <laughs> it's a freaking miracle. Yes. And so that's incredible. <laughs> literally all it took was me seeing, sadly, just seeing him in human form where he looked like something. Yes. But it, it like I was a sucker from that second on and I cried hard and I I think I felt finally felt let myself take like a deep breath and 
my doctor said you know from this point on miscarriage is less than three percent and like you're okay yeah he's healthy Such a everything looks really good yes and so I think I like allowed myself to take a deep breath for a second but my first question was like okay well I have a sister who had a stillbirth really late in her pregnancy I think she was like six and a half or seven months pregnant and then I've had multiple multiple sisters lose babies and late in their pregnancies so Mm -hmm. I just I said to him, is it something I need to be worried about that this is something genetic? Like, my sisters all struggle with this. So, like, am I high risk? And he could see how worked up I was. I'm just, that's all I'm thinking about. And he said the best thing ever that I've written down in my journal. I have it in my phone. I look at it all the time. And he just said, this is your story. Your story is not your sister's. It's not anyone you know. It's yep. yours. Yours so, and yours only. He's like, it has no, it doesn't tie to anyone's. And I have said that to myself over and over. <laughs> I say it to myself every morning when I start getting doubtful or I hear a sad story of someone miscarrying. It's like, yeah, I just have to remember that it's mine and it it's not anyone else's. And I get to make it how I want it. And I also have my own body doing its own thing, not doing what everyone else's is doing. So I was like, definitely big sigh of relief leaving there. Such um, a comfort. Yeah. So during that appointment, they also did my blood work because we wanted to find out the gender early and I wanted to do genetic testing um, just to like ease my mind. And so we ended up and at this point, no one knew. I hadn't. We hadn't told anyone that I was pregnant besides mm-hmm. Julie. And I was so sick. <laughs> it was awful. So sick. So 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 sick. And um, hard to hide from all my clients. <laughs> Just swallowing throw up during hair so appointments. Sick. Just like oh. trying to be normal. Mm. Um, and we decided that we. So we had found out that we'd probably know the results of the gender and the genetics like a few days before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, well let's tell my whole family on yes. Christmas Eve. Cause we were doing a huge Christmas Eve party. So, so fun. we found out the day before Christmas Eve, what we Cute. were having and that the baby was healthy. And so Christmas Eve comes around and I <laughs> once again was so sweaty. Yes. Why is it so sweaty to tell so, people? Yes. Yeah, so scary. And we had given my mom a, I had, we had gone through like a storage closet in our basement a few days before that. And my mom knew that. And we had found all these old pictures of me when I was little and Colby when he was little. And I had told my mom about them and she was like, bring them to Christmas. I want to see the pictures of you guys as little babies. And so I brought those pictures. It was a picture of Colby and a picture of me as kids. And then I put the ultrasound at the bottom and right before dinner started I handed her the pictures and was like oh my gosh I forgot to show you these and of course it takes her like 10 I'm, minutes I to know. go through each picture oh, she's like the vi- oh so video. you'll see I've, she's I'm like- posting the video so you'll see it but it's like she's really just taking her time 
really enjoying enjoying the moment yes and then really obviously sweet. she gets down to <laughs> well, it was great like your sister like kind of walks by like yeah everyone just sees, kind of like you know doesn't really mm-hmm. yeah it's like really nonchalant nonchalant mm-hmm. and she sees it and she what <laughs> and she yells at my other sister she's like carly because yeah. carly starts to scream like carly goes are you pregnant and then all my sisters start screaming yes and so cute. I've got a sister standing next to Colby, like with her head on Colby's shoulder, <laughs> like telling him congrats. <laughs> and my mom's sob, his sh- her whole yes. body is shaking and she collapses in my arms, <laughs> like in my arms. <laughs> so anyway, it was very so special. Cute. Yes. So cute. My dad got teary. That's always just hard. He's just, just quiet, quiet smiling, yep. mm-hmm. teary. And you're like, I can't even look at you. Can't even look. So... And since then, we've kept it a secret still yeah. from everyone. And here we are today. <laughs> um, I feel so much better. Like, yes. so definitely not sick anymore. The my sickness news. went away when I got into my second trimester. Um, <clears throat> I will say that I have always, I feel like I've always, and maybe you'll feel the same way. I feel like people make it seem like you get pregnant and you're psycho. You crave everything. Right. The hormones are crazy. You cry every day. You're up and down. Yeah. Nonstop. And it honestly sounds horrible. I'm not saying that that's not some people's reality, but I've feared that because I'm like, I love that I feel like myself. Like I want to lose like, yourself. I yeah, yeah, lose yeah. it before I even have a baby, you know, cause then you really, <laughs> then life's really different. And I have felt, and Colby even has like mentioned that he like notices it too, but I have felt more myself and like more at peace and I feel like I have this weird, I've always felt like I have like a very, I'm very in tune with like myself and like with a God, but I feel this like strong vessel of like, I'm, I just feel very connected. Yeah. I think that's a really good way. I don't even know what I'm connected to, but I feel so connected. Yeah, it's amazing. And, um, I just don't, I feel very sure of myself and that I'll know how to do, like, I feel very confident and I've not been mood swingy. I have not been anxious. Like I have felt like just very good. good. Yeah. That's so awesome. And I didn't expect that in becoming a mother and it scared me. And I was just fearful that everyone always said that. And so I'm happy that's not my story mm. of like feeling so off because it's made this more pleasant. Um, and I, yeah, I'm, I'm just very grateful. I just feel, I feel very blessed and I feel it makes me, it just adds to the magic of literally the fact that you can grow a freaking human being. I like think women's bodies are psycho. They're insane. Like we literally, whether you choose to have children ever. Yeah. The fact that your body can do it. Right. Because like you don't need to have a baby to become a mother. Like you can be a mother 
any way you want to be in your life. But the fact that it can do it mm-hmm. and no one else's can. Like it's crazy. don't get to do that. Yeah. It's just, it's straight magic. It's really cool that your body just knows how to do it, what to do. With no instruction. None. Nothing. All it of a sudden happens. it just like knows how to create it. It just happens inside you. It's seriously. So cool. It's seriously magic. And <clears throat> I, I, there's another aspect that has happened to me with my dogs that like I have videos of it that make me cry every time I watch <laughs> but they which I didn't know this dogs and dolphins are like the only I think they're the only animals that can sense HCG levels so bizarre or they sense them the strongest mm-hmm. um makes sense in humans and Schaefer knew I was pregnant before like I had any type of a symptom and I have some videos that I'll share of him. Like he comes up, he, he's very, he's been very protective and he'll come up and he'll lick my face all the time and want to be right next to me. And they like want to come in the bathroom when you pee, they like smell the Mm -hmm. air and so magical. Why do dogs make me so weepy? I'm like the fact that he knows (laughs) and they know is like, why? So cute. Why? Like has been the cutest little add on to it. (laughs) It's like a bonus. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So freaking cute. So anyway, I, you guys, I'm not sad anymore. Don't worry. (laughs) I'm no, if you can see her. And we also like wish Colby were here. Wish I had secret videos of what he has. You guys. So happy. You guys. <clears throat> he was thrilled from second number one. Second number one and has been literally over the top. Um, <laughs> sets up. I was just telling Julie. Well, there's a stroller sitting here in the living right room. Right behind me. It's it's ready. It's all set it's up and ready, ready to, to go, go, you guys. He wants, to, <laughs> he has asked if we can install the car seat into the car. Mm. You guys, we are so far away. Yes. He set up the bassinet into our closet where it's going to be. And I'm like, no, honey. Yep. We're still, it's a little, I yep. don't want to look at it every day yet. Like no. it scares me a little to see yeah. it every day. Well, of course. Like, can we, can we put it in the closet until it's like at the at the basement closet right. until I'm ready to have it in <laughs> like the closet? A month before mm-hmm. maybe, maybe, yes. you know, like get it yes. ready. Mm-hmm. He is literally over the moon. <laughs> He was last night. He was talking about we we already have a we ha, have someone's wedding that we'll have to go to and we won't be able to be to bring the baby and it will be like three days mm. and it'll be when the baby's a few months old. <clears throat> so we have to have a sitter and he, his mom is going to be the one doing this for us. We like already have to get this planned. And last night, Colby was like, Nick, my stomach hurts. Um. Oh no. You know, we really need to have a talk with my mom when that oh, time no. comes that she can't go drive the baby anywhere. Mm. Like I don't want her putting the baby in the car and like going over to my grandma's and like <laughs> the baby just needs to stay at home. Mm. And mm-hmm. I was like, I wanted to squeeze his head and be like, Colby, the baby isn't even here yet. Okay. Right. Let's talk about it. Can we just like, get, can we cross yeah, that bridge when we get months, there? You know? And, and if you think that you're already this yeah we've got some work we need yep. to do here they the baby's gonna be okay mm-hmm. helicopter parent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like 
we're gonna be on airplanes we're gonna do all the things we're not letting this just change our life the baby stays at home forever like what do you mean do you want it in a cocoon in a yes. shell here at yeah, home probably like so worried i've never in my life seen something like this and let me tell you something i i knew that when i married colby that our marriage could be hard just to be honest he's spicy i'm spicy we've talked about this before we've like definitely gone through a lot where we've had to work through things and i always knew it could be a i was choosing a harder choice marrying him sure than maybe some other people i could have married but i knew he was the right one for me right something that i never ever thought about though was what kind of a dad he would be I just didn't back then. Mm -hmm. And I like, I literally feel so lucky that he, like there is one thing I know and that is that he will be the best dad in the whole freaking world. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that he didn't really have a, he had a dad that left him growing up and he, I have, I, it's just like over like lights a fire on me yeah feels these last few weeks where I just feel so much gratitude to have like a partner yeah like him and um he said on his own the other day that he's like I know this might sound like dumb or stupid or weird but or dark but like I don't really feel like he was like if I were to die and have a funeral like I don't know if a lot of people would say like the greatest things about me. Like, I don't know what they would say. And I don't know if I like have been like this amazing human that's touched people like their lives. And he's like, but I do know that like, I will be known as like, when I have this baby, like I'll be known as that I was a good father. And that's like what my purpose is on this earth. Yeah. And I was like, oh, You're like okay, <laughs> are you kidding me? no he'll be a great like that's what you yeah want to live for (laughs) and you're the guy (laughs) so that's been a very pleasant surprise anybody who knows colby i just like don't i didn't expect this part of him to come through yeah being a stepping into fatherhood right i thought i'd be like the one that was maybe a little more headstrong in that area Mm -hmm. and i'm actually not as much as him colby's got great quality he because he's i feel like he is like you say spicy which yes but also sweet yeah he's like sensitive and Mm -hmm. emotive and i feel like those are really great qualities for yeah you know to have a dad it's like have you know totally have a son know that he'll be like open and like totally i think it's great Bear with me, you know, this will be a really crazy. <laughs> We're excited. Adventure. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> so there's my life. Now everyone knows everything. Yes. And I'm over the moon and I love all of you. And we can't wait to meet little Billy. <laughs> we have a new podcast member. Honestly, he's gonna be right there in that <laughs> in that stroller. <laughs> right behind me right there just hanging out so crazy There'll be new sounds for you guys to hear new sounds for sure not just the cat meowing <laughs> and the dogs barking and the sirens so that's that you guys well i can speak on behalf of all of us because i know everyone's been screaming the entire time freaking out so excited 
like can't wait to see you be a mom so crazy i've like never been sure of anything Ugh. more for you you're gonna be so freaking good at it thank you yes thank you i just before um we say goodbye i do have to say one thing and that it is i am upset that <laughs> everyone always is like okay yeah your nipples they get dark oh, uh-huh. they get big your boobs get veiny. It's not pretty. And like, I feel like a lot of people complain about that. Mm-hmm. Fine. And dandy, like I've expected it. Right. Sure. It's like, and don't get me wrong, everyone. I'm not here complaining about like my body changing. Like I just told you, I think it's magic and all of that. Like, I'm not like here to like, right. Sass pity, a yeah, pity right. me. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my gosh, listen to this. Is this what my body does? Okay, but your body is changing and you're noticing it is. That I'm things just, are changing. I just feel like I need to give a very big public yes. service announcement <laughs> to everyone who has not been fully informed about the whole nipple situation. The nipple is not the only thing that changes, you guys. The actual areola, <laughs> the size, the circumference of the areola decides to take over the boob. Yes. Quickly. Quickly. <laughs> Colby and I stare at it. We literally just stare at my boobs and we laugh so hard because we're like, what is this? What, what is are happening? these? What is happening? What is this part of my actual body? But I mean, it's all very special when you're like, okay, you hear that that happens so the baby can see your nipples. Right. They're like For huge bullseyes. Right. Like, but I'm kind of like, how much bigger do yeah, we right. make it here? Your Billy's like, eyes that cut. bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do we already know his eyes are bad does and are we just keeping on growing? <laughs> like, does he need glasses? <laughs> like, you know, when you put on a sheer bra and you can like kind of see the outline of like where your nip okay. is or your areola is. Right. Like sometimes you can. Right. Oh, you can just see this like, there's like a little mini just pancake dark. sitting. <laughs> it's just like the silliest thing I've ever seen. <gasps> Bodies are so crazy. So insane. It's so crazy. So anyway, I call my mom in like sheer panic because I right. got my first uh, few stretch marks around my nipple. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's because the areola grew, grew and my so skin quickly. said, what are you doing? Yes. It was retaliated. So fast. So anyway, I called my mom in a panic, you know, because this is what you do. And <laughs> I'm like, mom, I just, can you please, I need you to talk me through this. Like, will, will the circumference go back to... To, to what where at, at least close to what yeah, they were right it goes and back right <laughs> she was dying <laughs> she's like it actually kind of goes back pretty quick after like right sometimes your nipple will stay like protruded pretty far while you if you breastfeed right but the circumference goes back <laughs> and it will eventually go back to the back to normal normal yes that's nice so we took a deep breath and I said, grow, baby, grow. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it on. But if any of you want to see them, I've showed about everyone. So yeah. I'm like still mad I haven't seen. Just the weirdest thing I've ever seen. But we love it. We lo- we're just grateful Billy's in there just growing. Yeah, it's just growing. Just growing strong. Having a great time. Yes. Rolling around in there. Yes. So weird. And, felt, you've, and you felt him. Felt my first flutters. Yes. Felt like a butterfly. Yes. So weird. So insane. So... I think that that it was so weird. The doctor was like, you'll probably fill him in like a week and or two weeks and spot on like one week later, I felt him for the first time. Just so so, how do doctors, how do people know know this stuff? I know. So insane. (sighs) So anyway. 
Yay. That's our girl so talk happy for the for day. You. <laughs> One full episode. I'm really sorry if some people literally don't care. Oh. Give a rat's A well, about they pregnancy. Can, they can walk out the door. <laughs> if they don't care, then bye. We, we only want people to care oh. here. But we couldn't hide the news any longer. It's been, too, it's been felt very silly to not mention it in the podcast when it's like clearly just happening and mm-hmm. all we usually talk about is like women's health yes and periods and i've had mums the it's word. like how come everyone <laughs> recently has wanted to ask me about ava bracelets and how they work how it's worked for me uh-huh. and um specific period questions and it's like okay people this is not the time to ask <laughs> i do want to give a disclaimer for those of you who are like okay so nicolette swears by the ava bracelet and here she is she gets knocked up <laughs> <laughs> don't we aren't blaming this on the Ava bracelet because if anything I now know I'm going to be explicit here Colby and I have used we have trusted the Ava bracelet more than we have given her our full undivided trust as in she gives me five days where right. she says you are in your ovulation window it's a no. It's a no during these days. And guess what? I have unprotected sex. Even the day before I get into my five-day window because I trust her that much. I'm like, yeah. she would have added on a day if that day was a bad day to have sex right. and I could get pregnant. Right. So yeah. I have followed it to a T. We always have unprotected sex except for those five days. And then we use a condom or we abstain. I've done that for four years now and have been successful at not getting pregnant. And then we just have one day. You guys, this was one day. So during the whole three months of me not having a period, I we were using condoms because I just didn't know where I was. Right. And we went to Sun Valley, little getaway, brought condoms. Brand new box. They just stayed in the car. Mm-hmm. We just, <laughs> for some reason, on just one day, which we and we had sex twice, and that never happens. I'll assure you that that <laughs> usually never, ever happens. But that was what happened. And I don't know why neither of us said we should grab a condom. Right. I think that like mentally I had just been like, I don't think I can get pregnant because I'm just not having a period. Mm-hmm. And Colby obviously isn't going to be not the math. one to say I'm going right. to grab a condom. Mm-hmm. So anyway... That was the only day we like know the specific day because it was the only day we ever didn't use a condom during my like three month no period. Yeah. So anyway, Ava works. Don't be scared of it. (laughs) It's worked so phenomenally. And if I'm for some reason very fertile and that it took one time me not having like anyway, it's. So it's, it's worked great. You all need the Ava bracelet. Get off your hormonal birth control. (laughs) You know my spiel, but don't be scared of it. I didn't get knocked up because the Ava bracelet messed up is what I'm trying to say. So (sighs) deep breath, sweat can now leave my armpits. Yes. You know what? Does it feel good? It feels better. I'm not sweating as much anymore. Feel good to get it all out there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, no more secrets. No more secrets. Yay! So excited. <laughs> I just want to meet him already. I know. What does he look like? I don't know. Red hair, black hair. Who I knows? Honestly. Ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because does everyone know that you aren't? I like, was born a redhead. Born a redhead. So it was fiery too. Literally could be 
We don't know. Yeah, we no idea. We don't know. See if those strong Italian genes, mm-hmm. like, are our strong Italian genes. Right. Or... Or like the black unibrow with red hair. Right. We could have a mix. We, we don't know, but we, we love no them idea. either way. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we're so happy for you. Thank you. As a podcast family. Ugh. Thank you. Yes. Well, we, we can't wait to hear all of it. Oh, yeah. As it goes. You'll get very explicit information. Can't wait. Nipples and all. Can't wait. Next week, I might tell you something about my vagina. We never know. I hope so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, we love you so much. And we will see you in a week. Bye. Love you.